1: 50 to get 50% off that's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off
2: this is this day rocks from vintage rock Pod. i'm paul stevenson now today is may the 5th and we'll start on this day in 2009 when tina turner closed out her 50th anniversary tour with a show at sheffield arena in the uk The tour, which grossed over $130 million, turned out to be her last ever. She later said, I don't want people to come to a show and think that I used to be great. And there's a lot of bands on tour right now that should have taken that advice too. Elsewhere on this day in 1963, on the recommendation of George Harrison, Dick Rowe, head of A&R at Decca Records, went to the Crawdaddy Club in London to see a band called The Rolling Stones. Now, Dick was the man that turned down the chance to sign the Beatles, and he learned from his lesson he quickly got the paperwork ready for the Stones, who were signed up in less than a week. On this day in 1968, Buffalo-Springfield split up. Stephen Stills joined David Crosby and Graham Nash to form Crosby, Stills & Nash. Neil Young had gone his solo ways, and Richie Fury went on to form Poco. And to hear more about Buffalo-Springfield, check out my interview with Richie on episode 65 of Vintage Pod. On this day in 1986, Atlantic Records founder Ahmet Ertigan announced that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame would be built in Cleveland, Ohio. On this day in 1983, at the Ivor Novello Awards in the UK, the Strangler's hit Golden Brown was named the most played song of 1982. And on this day in 1990, a John Lennon tribute concert was held in Liverpool. Performing on the day included Tom Petty, Jeff Lynne, Ringo Starr, Joe Cocker, Joe Walsh, Lou Reed and Lenny Kravitz. But for today's main show, we're looking at the song that was number one on the Billboard singles chart on this day... In 1987. Yes, on this day in 1987, British group The Cutting Crew were sitting pretty on top of the chart with Died In Your Arms Tonight. It turned out to be a huge hit for the band, especially in North America, where it didn't just top the charts in the US, but was also number one in Canada too. Didn't quite reach those heights in the UK, but still went top five. Now, Cutting Crew were the first group Richard Branson signed to his new Virgin record label. And I interviewed Cutting Crew singer, songwriter, and all-round main guy, Nick Van Eede, And he told me all about Richard Branson's famous parties. And you can hear those stories on a previous Side 2 episode of Vintage Rock Pod. But in this clip for you now, talking about their hit song, I started by asking him about the song title itself. Died in your arms, I Just... I just in brackets. So I said, why the brackets?
3: <laughs> do you know, I don't think I've ever been asked that in 25 years. Uh, why of brackets? Um, I don't know why, but I do know that it turned into a bit of luck with us because Between our Rock and A Hard Place was a hit as well. Um, so maybe you know, maybe I have a bit of luck rough. it. No, I, I can't give you a good answer. Edit,
2: edit. It just <laughs> is. Yeah, it just is. I'm it just to say. is, yeah. yeah. It's a great song, that's fair to say as well. Uh, where did the inspiration for the song come from?
3: Uh, one of those songs where uh, came from nowhere, came quickly, I uh, woke up one morning with um, my girlfriend and said it and meant it and wrote it within a day, uh, demoed it the next day in a day and then, you know, the rest is history. I'm very, very proud of it. I must say, you know, when you have a hit as big as that, um, you know, it's sold absolutely millions and it's it's just mm-hmm. never, ever stopped playing. Um, that uh, when earlier on in your career you're kind of like yeah well you know I, I, I could have had other hits uh, and you get kind of precious about it but now 25 years later it's still being a, a real chestnut I'm, I'm extremely proud and we you know still play it live and uh, it sounds even better these days
2: good stuff nominated for a Grammy for that one as well
3: yes we were yeah oh, it's some um, special thing and, and, and for any young songwriters out there as well you know I can only ever say that the, the best ones normally come out Very quickly, and when you start to write a song and it starts coming out quickly, and it might sound a little bit familiar, or it might sound a little bit too poppy, or a little bit, just don't stop it. Let give birth to it because if you try to stop it in the middle, you may spoil your biggest chance of your life.
2: That's some great advice. It's a fantastic song, and it just sounds—it's almost timeless. That one, Nick, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it is. Um, it's got something about it, I guess. I think probably that you know the song itself and its rawest bones is pretty special. But the way we recorded it, we just captured that kind of tingly thing. You know, I was just thinking, thinking of your listeners up there in in uh, Scotland. You know, it just it always makes people go. Mm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'll be back tomorrow with more on this day rock goodness. So until then, take care.